What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 675 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Daria from Russia, actually. But before we get uh, before we get to our question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is iubenda.com. And hey, you know, if you own a website or developing apps or whatever, uh, you need to be sure you have the right privacy policies in place. It's it's important, and uh, in fact, in the U.S., it's the law. So Ayubenda takes the hassle out of trying to create one of your own, and it only takes a minute or two to build your own privacy policy statement for your site or app. So go to iubenda.com. That's I-U-B-E-N-D-A.com, and uh, create your own easy-to-read privacy policy today at iubenda.com. Okay, now here's today's question from Daria. Hey, Pat. Greetings from Russia. My name is Daria, and I teach Russian online at realrussianclub.com. And I try, as you call it, to be everywhere. Uh, I have a slow Russian podcast, website, YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, and so on. And I absolutely don't have time for creating unique content for all of those social things. And here's my question. Is it okay to put the same content, um, maybe with some small changes, everywhere? I mean, uh, can I make a blog post from a transcript of the YouTube video or maybe, I don't, I don't know, turn in a podcast episode to a YouTube video, something like that. So on the one hand, I really don't want to seem boring to those people who follow me on all of those social networks by giving them the same content everywhere. But on the other hand, I have no time for creating that much of the unique stuff. So how can I solve this problem? Thank you so much for your answer, and uh, thank you so much for everything you're doing for us. You're a great inspiration. That's it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, Daria, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. Uh, this is this is a great question, and a lot of people might not know where this Be Everywhere thing came from. Well, back in 2010, I was known as somebody who had seemed to be everywhere in people's eyes, wherever people went on the podcasting channels, on YouTube or other people's sites, I just had seemed to be everywhere. And it's a great strategy to seem to be everywhere. And I stress that seem to be everywhere because um, on the outside, it it makes it seem like you are putting completely unique content in every single place that anybody in your target audience is. And to a point, that's kind of true. But to another point, it it's a very strategic approach, and the repurposing approach is actually uh, a part of it. Now, there are a lot of people who directly take, for example, transcripts from YouTube and word for word put them as blog posts. You can do that if you want. There's a lot of people who rip the audio from YouTube videos and use those specifically as they are as uh, podcast episodes, audio podcast episodes, and you can do that too. Now, I feel like every platform has a specific purpose and there are opportunities to repurpose and there's also repurposing in the social media terms like taking quotes from your podcast episodes or your favorite quotes from your blog posts even and turning those into social media cards. That's something that's not going to take long in terms of actually uh, figuring out what to do. It just might take some time to create and if you are starting out or even if you're not, you might want to hire out or 
um, commission somebody to actually do those for you. And you can actually do them in batches so that you don't have to always um, you know, figure out uh, how to do them as you need them. But um, you can also put them in a system or workflow and have a VA or even yourself do them much faster than you would if you were kind of just coming it up, coming up with it on the fly as you were going each and every time. So systems and using help, very, very, very much a part of the strategy as well if you have the ability to do that. But even if you don't, you got to be very strategic about where you do certain things. So, for example, uh, video. Video is great for tutorials and step-by-step things or showing products and product reviews because people like to see what they're going to get before they get it. It's also a great place for you to share a little bit of yourself and what you're up to and a little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, Audio is great for interviews and things of that kind of nature. And then blog posts, you know, typically blog posts are meant for, you know, many other kinds of content too. But many of those things go along with each other. So for example, I have a blog post that is uh, quite hefty, which is the podcasting tutorial that I created at podcastingtutorial.com, which I recommend you check out if you have uh, the ability to do so. If you want to start a podcast, it's helped thousands of people do it. uh, And it's completely free. It's just a blog post. Uh, So you can check that out. But you'll see that in that blog post, there are videos. And those videos are, it's not just one giant video about how to do this. They're, They're broken down into six different videos, which are six completely different topics that when put together become the steps to actually create a podcast. But one of those steps might be how to uh, tag and export your MP3 files which is a particular problem that people are going to have. And um, some people are going to look up that topic specifically, but when they find that video on YouTube, they're going to get introduced to my tutorial and myself. And so it is a part of one piece of content, but it's just one component of it, but it's on a different platform. And the other part of this is I wouldn't worry so much about upsetting those who are going to be following you everywhere. Those people love you, and those people choose to consume your content everywhere you are. And, you know, they're likely smart enough to know that if something is similar that they don't have to watch it. But many people still will because they're just raving fans of what you do. So I would recommend not worrying so much about that part of it uh, and, and worrying more about the fact that there are people out there who read and only read who will not watch a YouTube video and not listen to a podcast. There are people out there who will watch videos and only watch videos who would never discover you if you had only stuck with your blog or your podcast. And there are people out there who only listen to and religiously listen to podcasts because they don't have time to watch videos and they don't have time to read blog posts, but they have time during their walk or during their gym session to listen to a podcast who wouldn't have discovered you otherwise. So this is why I feel like it's important to distribute your content across all those different platforms eventually. And I'm going to end on this point. You don't need to do all of those things at the same time in the beginning. In the beginning, you want to choose the primary platform that you feel is best for you and your audience and your style, one that you're comfortable with. For me, it was a blog. Many people start on podcasts. But once you get comfortable with that and get a system going, perhaps get to a point where you have VAs so you can take time back and use it for something else, that's when I would recommend expanding onto another platform and experimenting with that. For me, the timeline was I started my blog in October of 2008. Then I started my YouTube channel in 2009. And July of 2010, I started my podcast. I didn't start all three of those things at the same time. They've all kind of led into each other. And now I use them, um, you know, as separate channels, but also in conjunction with one another to cross promote, to share a lot of the same content in different ways, like I had mentioned earlier. So um, I might do a product review on 
YouTube, uh, like I did for ConvertKit. I did a demo, but then I also featured Nathan Barry, the CEO and founder of ConvertKit, on a podcast. And it was just a way to actually have people listen to the CEO and get to know the product better. And of course, people who land on that video first, they want to get to know who the product owner is and um, listen to him and hear the story before they purchase. But people who hear the story first on the podcast want to then see the demo of what this thing looks like. So as you can see, they go hand in hand. So uh, you know, I would recommend just taking it one step at a time and don't feel like you have to rush this be everywhere thing. The be everywhere thing is just a sort of a natural progression of you continually looking to increase exposure, but doing it in a smart and slow and steady race where you really want to master and get comfortable with one platform first before moving on to another. So Daria, thank you so much for your question. I appreciate it. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt all the way over to Russia for having your question featured here on the show. Thank you so much. And for everybody else out there listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. Boom, click on that record button there and ask away. That's all you got to do. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And as always, we like to uh, finish with a quote here on Ask Pat. Uh, and please make sure to subscribe so you get these automatically uh, uploaded to your device. And you know they come out five days a week, like I said. So here's a quote to finish off the day by Les Brown. He says, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. Stop living your fears, people. Let those fears drive you to live. That, that's a Pat quote. Anyway, thanks, guys. Take care, and I'll see you the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.